coming up today on The Dwelling Place. The workout, if you will, is necessary for our spiritual development in Christ. You say, well, I don't know about that, Pastor. I don't think God wants me to go through a tough time. God doesn't want me to suffer. But without resistance, talk to anybody that trains with weights, your muscles get stronger because of resistance. When you pull that 130 pounds off that bench, it's coming down to your chest, amen. You know, that's, that's resistance. you got to push through that resistance. It's the same thing in going through temptation and through trials in our lives. Dwelling place, dwelling place, dwelling place. You are my dwelling place, dwelling place, dwelling place. Calvary Worship Center welcomes you to the dwelling place with Pastor Al Pittman. We've just begun a new series in Joshua, so open your Bible to Joshua chapter 1. The Christian has been saved to experience eternal, abundant life with God. But enjoying that abundant life is a cooperative process of surrender and obedience. There are some great examples of this type of life in the Bible, and none better than Joshua. So we hope that you'll be encouraged as we study this great book together. Here's Pastor Al in Joshua chapter 1. We're in Joshua chapter 1, and uh, I am definitely taking my time. Hallelujah. We'll be looking at verses 5 to 9 today. And uh, I remember years ago, uh, uh, it was Pastor Chuck Smith, anyway, some of you know who he is, but uh, he would go to one verse and spend 45 minutes on that verse. I go, wow, how do you do that? And uh, now I know how. Amen. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, we're looking at verses 5 to 9, and the, the series of messages, the series is entitled, through the book of Joshua, Courageous Warrior, and we want to talk about the warrior's mentality today, which is so important. Every athlete will tell you that uh, attitude, uh, your mental health is, is, is essential, is important to your, your preparation. Any athlete will tell you that that is very important uh, for you. Uh, to compete. And uh, they're ch- challenged. Athletes are challenged with all type of challenges all the time, and they really need to be in good mental uh, shape, have a good attitude because of those challenges. And I was reading an article here recently, and um, it, it mentioned some of the challenges that these athletes face. And here's a few of them one is coping with pain and injuries, the other is dealing with adversity. Thirdly, multitasking sports with other life responsibilities and tasks. And lastly, making daily decisions relating to integrity and responsibility. And I thought about those in the spiritual sense that spiritually we can relate to these as believers. Because do we not uh, uh, have to cope with pain at times and, 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 uh, you know, injuries, if you will, spiritual injuries. I know some of you may have limped in here uh, today with an injury, you know, in your heart or whatever, but the Lord is with you. And there's times that we have to face adversity as believers and times that we have to multitask and we feel sometimes overwhelmed and times when we have to make decisions every day regarding our integrity and responsibilities in Christ. So as a believer, if it's important for an athlete to have a a, uh, a uh, healthy mentality in preparation to compete, how much more is it for us as believers to have a healthy mentality in our walk with Christ? It's very important, I would say. Last week we saw where God had commissioned Joshua to uh, cross over the Jordan to lead the children of Israel over 
the Jordan to the land of promise, the land of Canaan. And today we will look at the fact that the Lord says not only is it important to lead them over, Joshua, but also to lead them over with the right attitude, the right mentality as we will get into God's word here. So we begin here at verses 5 and 6 and where the Lord charges him to cross over with the right uh, mentality. And so the word of God says, no man, verse 5, Joshua chapter 1, he says to Joshua, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Let's stop there. Let's look at this charge that the Lord is giving to Joshua. Really, it's, a, it's, it's really a charge to live according to legacy. Legacy, you could say, is a warrior's spiritual mentality. Legacy inspires the athlete to compete. If your school has been number one in basketball or whatever, you, you want to play, you want to live up to that legacy. If you're, and, and legacy is, is what inspires the soldier to serve. You want to, you know, live out the legacy or, or you know, perform in a way that's, that uh, carries on the legacy of your unit or what have you. Uh, I've had friends, uh, had friends, I, mean, I still have friends, amen, but uh, <laughs> people that, guys that have served in, in, the, in the United States Marines, and I don't know if there's any former Marines or currently serving Marines here, but a friend of mine told me, he was a pastor, he said, once a Marine, always a Marine. I'm like, dude, the war's over. It's like, you know, you're, you're a pastor. You love people. He, he'll take you out, though. I mean, he's got to take you out. I mean, just, he still kind of got that Marine men mentality within him. And because of the legacy of the Marine Corps. And, uh, you know, for us as Christians, God reminds uh, Joshua here of his legacy. Not Joshua's legacy, but God's legacy of faithfulness. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. Amen. Legacy, the legacy of God, is the warrior's spiritual mentality. We love to talk about those that the Lord used in the Old Testament and the New Testament, great men and women of God down through the years. We like to read about their lives. We like to study the Word and preach and study the great accounts and stories and Scripture, and all that's great. But I think sometimes in our own hearts, we feel like that's, that was for them, but it's not for me. Now, somehow God has changed. He doesn't do that anymore. But the reality is that God has not changed. Amen? Malachi chapter 3 says, the Lord God says, for I am the Lord, I do not change. Amen? Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. We are not consumed this morning in Christ because God does not change. He's never stopped loving you. He never stopped caring for you. Amen? God changes not. Men change. Hairstyles change. Thank God fashions change from the 70s. Amen? <laughs> Things change. People change. They like you one day. They hate you the next. But God never changes. Aren't you glad about that today? The legacy, the faithfulness of God should be an inspiration really to all of us. As we study through the book of Joshua, I want you, don't forget that as we go through the book of Joshua. We're going to be in Joshua for a long time. Amen. Strap yourself in, get comfortable. <laughs> but as we go through this book, 
Remember, we're not just looking at these great stories, but the same God that was with Moses, that was with Joshua, is the same God that is with you. He changes not. Therefore, be strong and of good courage. And, uh, gee, I mean, the, the, the Lord God said to Joshua, be strong. Be strong. What does it mean to be strong? It, to be strong is not some instantaneous thing. You know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. That's not what the Lord is saying. Be strong. When you study the, the word, that phrase, be strong, in Hebrew, the word there that's given for be strong in, in the Hebrew language, the language of the, the Old Testament, it means to strengthen, it means to harden, it means to become strong, it means to grow firm, resolve, listen to this, to be sore. Amen? To be sore. Why would it say that? Because it's a process. Being strong in the Lord. Exercise can make you sore. Amen. Somebody ought to be saying amen. No, nobody's saying amen because we're not exercising. Amen. That's how I no. No, exercise will make you sore. The old sports adage is true. No pain, huh. no gain. Amen. And we want to have gain, but we don't want any pain. And spiritually speaking, you know, temptations and trials, similar to, if you will, weightlifting, may make you sore. We may have to suffer. We go through things, amen? But the workout, if you will, is necessary for our spiritual development in Christ. You say, well, I don't know about that, Pastor. I don't think God wants me to go through a tough time. God doesn't want me to suffer. But without resistance, talk to anybody that trains with weights, your muscles get stronger because of resistance. When you pull that 130 pounds off that bench, it's coming down to your chest, hey man. You know, that's, that's resistance. You've got to push through that resistance. It's the same thing in going through temptations and through trials in our lives, you know. And, uh, you know, you want to be careful about that. But you know what? That's, that's, that's the same principle of life. If there's no resistance, you can do this all day long to the air. But until you put some weight, on, the, on, on that weight bar. Only then can you really grow strong. And so God allows those trials and tribulations many times in our life, not because he likes to see us suffer so that you can become strong, that you might become resolved. Now, James knew this. This is why James said, you know, every time we read this in James, we think James is out of his mind, but he was speaking truth. James chapter 1, he says, My brethren counted all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing, the resistance to your faith, of your faith, produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Count it all joy that there's resistance. You have to push through that trial, push through that temptation, push through that resistance, so that you can become strong. You might have patience and grow in the Lord. Now Joshua, again, here in our text, really, when you think about it, has been prepared by the Lord for this very moment. Think about it. Joshua was with Moses in the wilderness. He served Moses in the wilderness 40 years. And, you know, uh, he, he, I'm sure during that 40-year period, there are times that he thought, what is God doing? I don't understand why we have to go through this. I, the people, the Bible says, murmured and complained, remember, against Moses. 
And now Joshua is his assistant, and so they probably murmured and complained to him and hoped that he would tell Moses. Maybe going to Joshua saying, you know what, uh, can, can you, can you, get, you know, pass this on to Moses? Can you, you know, can you do something about Moses? I don't like the way he's doing it. They would complain to him. Like a lot of times people won't complain to the pastor, but they'll complain to his assistants and some even to his own wife in hope that, hope that it would get to the pastor. Amen. Amen. People do that. I, I, know, it, I know it happens. And, and, and imagine Joshua being in that position as an assistant. He was probably catching a lot of flack. People would complain. They wouldn't tell Moses, but they would tell Joshua. Pastor Al will be back with part two of today's message titled, A Warrior's Mentality, in just a moment. The Dwelling Place is a listener-supported ministry. Your consistent financial support enables us to keep this radio ministry moving forward. To make a one-time donation or to become a monthly supporter, just go to cwccs.org or text the word GIVE to 719-354-2778. You can also send a donation through the mail to The Dwelling Place, 501 Castle Road, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80904. And on behalf of Pastor Al, thanks for your support, both through donation and through prayer. Now here's Pastor Al to finish up today's message here on The Dwelling Place. So he was in a situation where he was going through a very difficult time in the wilderness, and yet he served there and probably wondered, Lord, what are you doing? I don't understand why we have to go this route. What, why these trials and all? The Bible doesn't speak about it, but Joshua was just a, a man, a person like us, just a regular guy, and God was using. But it's the same with us, isn't it? Is it not? Times in our lives we go, Lord, I'm in the wilderness. Why is this? Why did you make, turn this way? Why did you close that door? Why did you, God, I don't know what you're doing. And we get frustrated with the Lord many times, do we not? Let me tell you what's happening. I'll put it to you this way, that the trials we face today are fashioning us for the faith we will exercise tomorrow. God is preparing you for something. The trials we face today is fashioning us exercise the faith that we will live out tomorrow. What Joshua was going through in the wilderness was preparing him for this very moment. I look at my life and I think of the things how God molded my mind even before I came to Christ. How God enabled me through my father's career. He was in the army. We moved around a lot and, and I was used to being in different situations, being around all types of you know, ethnicities and, and different people and all that. And I believe he was preparing me to pastor this church. I didn't know it at the time. Because I'll be quite honest with you, some people who walk into a room of, of other people that are not their color and are intimidated. And they feel, oh, you know, even in church sometimes, you know, <laughs> it, it, it goes both ways. You have, you know, a black person walks into an all-white church, everybody turns around and looks at him. What's he doing here? Uh, or... White person walks in all black church, what's he here for? <laughs> Amen. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. Amen. You know how we do. All right. And, but, but the Lord has blessed me to be able to, to be, a, 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 you know, even before I came to the Lord, all manner of ethnicities and different people and all. And so, it, you know, I, I fully expected God to do what he has done, you know, because he had prepared me for this very moment. And then all the trials and the tribulations and things in your life, you're going, God, where were you? And I don't know well, I, why this is happening. And all of this, and now as I look back, I can say God was preparing and molding me for this very time. 
Thank God for his faithfulness. Amen. Give him praise and glory. But we give God glory, but give God glory in your own life. The things that you've gone through have made you the person you are today so that God might use you in situations that he can't use maybe somebody else. And so he prepared Joshua for this very moment. God allows trials in my life. I don't like it. Amen. I don't know anybody says, oh, I love trials. I mean, of course, James said he did, but it's James. What do you say? Anyway, but, uh, but anytime you see anybody, trials like exercise, you know, it's just like physically we don't want to exercise. Trials can be like exercise. It's something you just don't want to do, but you know you have to do it if you're going to get stronger. You see anybody on television that's smiling and they're working out, they're lying to you. If you're, if you're really working out, if you're really working out, man, it's, it's it's grueling. I remember I used to jog with a good friend of mine. He's in heaven now, but, you know, he'd be talking to me the whole time we're jogging, and I just want to stop and slap him. Because, dude, I can't answer you. I'm trying to breathe. I'm having trouble breathing, thinking about what you're saying and trying to give you an answer. I just can't, couldn't do that. Amen. So it's grueling sometimes, but God sends testing and trials in our lives many times to strengthen, if you will, our spiritual abs, our spiritual biceps and triceps, etc. Amen to strengthen us that we might benefit. What's he strengthening us for? That he might deliver us, that we might be overcomers, I should say, when it comes to the fear of man. He makes you strong in him so that we will serve him rather than serve out of the fear of men. So verse 5, the first part of verse 5, the Lord talks about the very fact. He says, Joshua, I want you to know no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just be strong in me. And of good courage. Proverbs 29 tells us that the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. We can't enter into the promises of God. We can't possess the land. We can't be what God has called us to be if we fear people. You can't serve the fear of man and the fear and, and walk in the fear of God. There's just no way you can, you know, you can please both. You try to please everybody, you're going to not please anybody, <laughs> you know. Please God. Joshua could not take the land by himself. He surely couldn't take the land if he feared men. What was waiting for Joshua in the land? Well, we know that the rich and the powerful, the affluent, the strong in stature occupied the land. And there's no way Joshua was going to be able to take the land in his own strength. He didn't match up. But he could through the power of God. Why? Because God was his personal, his personal strength coach. Amen. They have strength coaches on football teams and other sports and they teach you how to get strong. God is our personal strength coach. And Joshua, you can take this, but be strong in me, not in yourself. And so he was, and he did prevail. We know at Philippians 4.13, I can do all things, right? Through Christ who what? Strengthens me. Christ is my strength coach. He's strengthening us. What you're going through right now, he is strengthening you so that you can be strong in the Lord and of good courage, amen, in our Lord and Savior for his glory. So Joshua, the Lord ex exhorts him and says, I was with Moses and I will also be with you. And as he remembered Moses, as Joshua remembered Moses, he remembered God's power when God parted the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went across, the Bible says, on dry land. When he remembered Moses, Moses, he remembered that God is faithful to guide him. 
as God provided the pillar of cloud by day that led the children of Israel and the pillar of fire by night that led the children of Israel. God is the God who will lead me. He will guide me. As he remembered Moses, he remembered God as a provider, God's provision. As God rained down manna from heaven that the children of Israel might have something to eat. As he remembered Moses, he remembered God's presence on top of Mount Sinai when Moses went to receive the law from the Lord. And Sinai was full of fire and smoke, representing the awesome presence of God. So all these things he remembered. That's why he called him, said, uh, God told Joshua to remember Moses because remember all the things I did for Moses, I will do the same thing for you. God's power will do the same thing for you. God will be, will give, be the power in your life. He will give you power and strength. The Bible says to those who have no strength, God gives them strength. Amen? He will be a guidance to you. His, his word is a lamp to your feet, a light to your path. He will be the God who provides for you. He's Jehovah Jireh. He'll meet our needs above and beyond even what we can ask or think. Amen. He's a God of presence. In other words, in the spirit of the Lord, in your presence, Lord, is the fullness of joy at your right hand or pleasures forevermore. This is the God who is calling you to be strong and of good courage. For as he was with Moses, he was with Joshua. As he was with Joshua, he is with you. Do you believe that? Oh, he did it for Moses and Joshua, but not for me. No, he'll do it for you too. Amen. Give him praise and glory. Amen. The remembrance, the legacy of God's faithfulness to Moses caused Joshua to have an attitude adjustment. Be strong and of good courage. When we remember the faithfulness of God, it should change, alter our attitude. I know what I'm facing, but I'm, I'm the God of Moses and Joshua he is with me, and he promised he would never leave me or forsake me. God is with us. God is with you. And because God, because I'm strong in the Lord, the second thing, the second part of that exhortation is be strong, but also, and of good courage. I can have good courage today. Now, what does that phrase, good courage, mean in the Hebrew? The, the Hebrew word for the phrase, good courage, it means to be alert, to have mental courage. This has been The Dwelling Place, featuring the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Al Pittman, Senior Pastor at Calvary Worship Center in Colorado Springs, Colorado. If you enjoy Pastor Al's teaching ministry, we have some good news for you. You can listen, watch, or download an archive of past messages with a simple mouse click at cwccs.org. Just click the Messages tab at the top of the page. And while you're checking out our website, be sure to download the Calvary Worship Center app for your device and take Pastor Al wherever you go. The Dwelling Place is also available at OnePlace.com. And I'd also like to ask you to take a few moments today to send Pastor Al an email and let him know that you enjoy The Dwelling Place on this station. You can also share a prayer request with us. Just send an email to amen at cwccs.org. Have you considered becoming a financial supporter of The Dwelling Place? We really need your support to keep this radio ministry going and growing. You can support this program with a one-time gift or become a monthly supporter. If you'd like to join our support team, you can do so at our website, cwccs.org, or by texting the word GIVE to 719-354-2778. 
If you live in the Colorado Springs area and are looking for a church home, or you'll be visiting the area in the future, we invite you to come join us for worship here at Calvary Worship Center. You'll find directions and more information at cwccs.org. And no matter where you are, you can watch our services via live streaming right there at our website. You'll find directions and service times for both locations at cwccs.org. Have a wonderful day in the Lord, and join us next time for another study in God's wonderful Word. The Dwelling Place with Pastor Al Pittman is presented by Calvary Worship Center in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Dwell.